Welcome to the Ryback Show Friday Live. I am the big guy Ryback. Thank you for joining me for another daily episode. Great week, guys. Coming coming to a close going into the weekend here. Beautiful day in Vegas. Got some shoulder work done today. Another 90 minutes of scar tissue manipulation and breakup. Uh, Another painful and fantastic day. and then a, a cardio day, got a, got about an hour, hour in exactly on the elliptical. No hard conditioning today and uh, running all around. I actually was going to try to do another Ryback TV feeding time video, which we have a new Subway video on there, which I make the big Nexus SummerSlam pitch with the return of Ryback uh, with uh, impersonating Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon. So uh, check that out over here on, on YouTube as well if you get a Get about what is it, about twenty minutes. That's I don't know. That's I, that's been the middle to end of the uh, video for that. But I, I was going to go do Nathan's hot dogs. They supposedly have plant based hot dogs there. There's a Nathan's in the Aliante Hotel and Casino, uh, up way north up here by the mountains. And uh, but I went in there. They're not answering the phone, so I go all oh, park and go in. And uh, you got a it's a little bit of a walk from the side I parked, and not bad. But uh, the Nathan's was the only food place shut down. Everything else in the food court there is open. But uh, so so no no feeding time. I, I may take a look around and see uh, what I could come up with here for tomorrow or Sunday to get out early next week uh, with that. But Instagram, TikTok, thank you very much. The big guy Ryback twenty two YouTube, uh, Ryback TV, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and we're also on Facebook at my Ryback Reeves account as well. So I uh, appreciate everybody who uh, joins live. Uh, and today, guys, what we're going to do during the show for Feed Me More Nutrition, because the podcast is presented by Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. I'm giving you guys 25% off until this show is over today during the live streaming. So it won't be available during the podcast if you listen to it later on the podcast form. But actually, right now, for the, about the next 45 minutes to an hour, use discount code ryback 25 and get 25% off any of your orders for Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. Discount code RYBACK25. Good to see all of you. What do we got going on today? Yeah, that Ruben from Garden Grill was fantastic. Uh, and it turns out I was told that because so I, I should have just Googled it while I was in there, but I trusted the, that's sometimes a mistake I make by just trusting people. The the woman, I go, are these veggie patties vegan? And she goes, yeah. And uh, spoken like a true non-vegan because I was told they have egg whites in there. So at the end of the day, the video's done. It doesn't mean I'm not vegan anymore, but that video was vegetarian, not vegan. According to, I got I still haven't fact-checked that. So maybe the person on YouTube is wrong. Justin, good to see you, Man of Steel, guys. Yeah, I haven't done anything too crazy on the Ryback TV in some times, guys, sometime. I, uh, like I told you, those hot challenges really, really 
take a lot out of me. And uh, with how busy I am, I can't afford to not be functional during the majority of the day. And in all seriousness, it ruins your whole day. Uh, as far as even if the burning and you don't get the cramps to to the highest degree, but I've done all the, if I do stuff, it has, it's, I've done anything worth doing on there. You have to do I've done. So I've done the hottest things already. There's only a couple of like the, the things that are up there with those other hot things. It's going to ruin the whole day. And uh, and even that, like going to the bathroom and stuff, you don't you have no idea unless you do it. Like it's not a pleasant experience. Let's just say that. Thank you very much, Jake. Good to see you, buddy. I appreciate it. Good to see you as always. Thank you for stopping by and joining us. If I were arrested, what do you think it would be for? It would be over me if... if it would be over a situation that if I maybe got pulled over for whatever reason, and then if a cop was very confrontational and in my face in a way where I was uh, following all all orders, doing everything, and uh, and if there came a point then then there would probably where he was being disrespectful if, if, if something just shady just went on i mean it would take a lot and for then i think they would come at some point where my uh I, I the the switch would flip in me but i mean it would take take a lot i'm pretty easy going and usually people are very nice to me in person um usually you could tell my my, my demeanor changes pretty quick when i get angry so and then and, and it, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would get arrested for, though. I'm a pretty, I, I like to, I, I, a pretty good law-abiding citizen, I would say. It would be, if I were to get arrested, though, it would probably beating the shit out of somebody bad. <laughs> like doing Robin Hood for good, like beating beating up one of the bad guys. I could see me eventually having to be taken in. Walter, thank you very much, buddy. That uh, that was a fun one. The energy in that video was good. I told you guys, some days I, I'm on, and other days it's just like I'm okay. I, I it depend like where my energy hits at different times in the day too. Where it, too like where it's sometimes I'm just like gung ho. Everything is just firing. Friday, no, I've not seen Friday Crispy. I don't even. I got it. I'll check that out. What is, what is it about Man of Steel? Check out the St. Louis episode. Man of Steel, I trust your opinion ever since that native deodorant, which for all my listeners out there, you guys want an aluminum-free deodorant. You want, I always had trouble finding a natural deodorant that worked. Native deodorant, and they got multiple, uh, I was going to say flavors. (laughs) Depends what you're into. Uh, Scents where uh, you can... uh, they work very well. Best natural deodorant I've ever used. Should get them to sponsor the podcast. Super chats are starting. Uh, thank you. We got a $50 super chat already rolling in. A lot of Starbucks coffees, Instagram badges. You guys are slacking today. TikTok. I got, you know how many cups of coffee I could buy now? 
uh, if you could only eat one food for, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hope you haven't been asked that. So it has to be, if I could only eat one food for the rest of my life, I'm going to have to go with a, a complete protein, first of all. So I'm going to have to make my decision off of this based off, I need a complete protein because I got to stay freaking jacked. Because I can eat protein and those that, that will be used as, as fuel and broken down to carbohydrates. And I'll be able to, to keep my mass and stay freaking jacked. Um, maybe not that, because you need protein. Protein, protein, protein. What am I eating as a vegan where I can, shit, this is a good question because there's I've got some options here. I've got, I could go with the, if I go with the Beyond sausages, which are probably my absolute favorite vegan thing, they have a slight amount of carbs, very little though, high protein, they taste great, and there's some fat in it. That would give me everything I need to function and stay jacked. And I could, I'm going with the Beyond Sausage. That's my final answer. I don't think there's any, I was going to, it's that and the no evil, the barbecue chicken and the pork, but they don't have as high of a fat content. So I want a little bit of the fat too, because I'm going to need it for the energy if I'm not, if I don't have all the carbohydrates. So uh, we're going with the Beyond Sausage for the rest of my life because I'm a performance-based athlete where I need and I got to be able to keep my muscle, right? Final answer. Dublin, what's going on? I should return to AEW and as the leader of the Nexus, we, yeah, because Wade is signed on as a commentator. I actually, I've actually talked to today. I've actually talked to Stu, Wade, Keith and Cody today in the same day <laughs> and about Nexus, <laughs> but not, not, not with Cody, not with Cody. That was something else. We were talking about dogs. The, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I don't know guys. Yes. That was, uh, my final matches in WWE were, uh, with Kalisto and a lot changed when I did not sign my contract. I've talked openly and honestly about that. Um, a lot of things changed creatively, uh, from what my plans were supposed to be going into that. And, uh, at WrestleMania and after, um, but I, I did not sign the contract and things, uh, quickly, quickly were going South. Uh, and I knew I wasn't staying and I was very hurt and, I'd actually expressed to them multiple times my, that I was really, really in a bad way. And it, without trying to like say, hey, I need to be taken off the road because you just don't do that is that's just the, the that's kind of what is instilled uh, in wrestlers. And if you, you you only get it if you've ever done it. But uh, I knew I had to take myself out and get away from that before everything was going to go really south really quickly. And I don't consider that be going south, though, putting over Kalisto, because I thought that we uh, I'm, I, I never have a problem doing business as long as it's good business, uh, even though it, it sucks uh, that he he never was used to his full ability. And he is absolutely uh, an amazing, outstanding uh, performer and wrestler. 
That was one of my trolling the Chicago crowd. I, I got in a lot of trouble. Uh, well, I say I got in a lot of trouble. They were uh, yelling at the referee, John Cohn, the entire time to tell him. And John and me are good friends. It was when I was there. We talk every once in a while. But, like, I've always had massive respect for John Cohn. He's one of the few really good people in a position of power there. And he he's always very polite with me. And I just told John, I go, tell them to go fuck themselves. And I just kept doing my thing. So, cause I, I knew I was on my way out and I, I wanted, we had no buildup for that match. And I was, I wanted to get as much heat as possible so that when he beat me, he was more over. And if you look at the reaction of when he beat me, I feel like that was a, as good of a job doing business with no build for a match. So that got thrown on the pre-show again. And I would say that was probably one of the best reactions of the night for him. Let's go to Super Chat. And I would even argue that was probably one of the best reactions for him in his career in WWE, which I a testament to him and, and myself of what we went out there and did. Justin Meese, thank you for the Super Chat, says Ryback would get arrested for beating the lady who said the food was vegan and it wasn't. <laughs> That's no, no, we don't. We don't. We wouldn't do that. Geez, these super chats are going crazy today. Forty more dollars. This is like a, we had a hundred dollars already in coffees. Uh oh, those badges are coming. Three fifty. I can get a venti uh, hot coffee down at the strip. They charge extra. They charge three twenty eight down on the strip. Two nine. Uh, wait a second. Yes, two ninety eight here in by all parts of Vegas. Three twenty eight. By the strip, so I can get a large black coffee by the strip with that. Thank you. Um, ever talk with Brock Lesnar and Big Love oh, from India? Yes, me and Brock had conversations up there. WWE, we always had. I've told this story. So, Brock, when I first went up there and debuted, I debuted the night Brock debuted on Raw, came back out of nowhere, and then I debuted on SmackDown against Barry Stevens. Hell of a debut. Uh, bra, I'll never forget. I was in the stands doing my Captains of Crush hand grips because I, I would need to, like, I trained, I bring my hand grips in the road on my one of my carry-ons. I, if you saw this, I traveled with fitness gadgets, all the supplements. I lived on the road. That's why I always, people were like, why do you take stuff on the road? I go, well, I'm living on the road. I'm home like a day and a half a week. I need jacked forms and I need my grip. I'm not, I'm, when I'm home, I want to get drunk on my one day off and recover and do my laundry and pay my bills, get a good pump in, go on a date at the time, a lot of them, you know, and then go back on the road. But I'm in the the stands doing the hand grips and I didn't realize, I heard it, but some people always said I look like Shane Carwin or Shane Carwin looks like me or that we look similar and Brock had fought Shane Carwin in UFC, but Brock got back and it was like very early on and he was in the ring with Hunter and Vince and I'm just in the stands doing my hand grips. And then all three of them are in the ring and just start staring at me. And I mean, I'm not like, I'm like pretty, I'm like halfway up in the bleachers just by myself, listening to an audiobook doing hand grips. And we're all just staring at each other as I'm doing the hand grips. I'm not like acting like, Oh, they're looking at me. Like I'm just sitting there just like, well, they're clearly fucking talking about me right now. What are they saying? I don't know. Turns out Hunter came up to me later. He goes, Hey man, I'm sorry. We weren't like trying to like put you on the spot staring at you, but Brock brought you up. He was asking about you as far as like, cause it, it, I don't know. Like he just thought I looked like Shane Carwin 
whatever. So he didn't know. I don't think he even knew who I was at the time because he just got back. I just debuted. He didn't probably know shit about Nexus, right? He didn't know who the fuck Skip Sheffield was. You don't know who the fuck Skip Sheffield is, Brock? Um, so then, Brock, I always had the really tough uh, bands. I would, because most bands are like super easy. I bought like these super tough ones I got from the Sports Authority here in Vegas many years ago. And uh, nobody else had those up there. And so, Brock always would like to use my bands whenever I had them. He would, he would, he would grab them or ask to use them, or he would use them if I wasn't around. I would always leave them out so anybody could use them. I'd, I'd set up like a little, my little warm up station before if I knew I was working. So that way I'd go stretch, warm up, do the bands, get ready to go out there. And, um, and then so we had some interactions there. And then there was uh, in catering, he came over one day. This is my, my favorite Brock Lesnar story with me and Brock. Um, just two big guys talking and catering. Uh, this was at the, during the days of my chewing tobacco days. Um, and Brock dipped also. I, I've been a horrible thing. I highly don't recommend it. It will destroy you. And uh, I'm eventually going to have to get a, gu a gum deal for eating away part of my gums uh, from when I did it. Uh, just horrible in so many ways. But I was a grizzly uh, wintergreen long cut guy. And Brock was a, a Copenhagen guy. Uh, but Brock comes in and uh, he sits just it's literally me at a table. There's it's in I think we were in Pitts, we were in Pittsburgh 100% because I remember the catering. Uh, there was nobody around me at this time. I just went in there. I would be in there like 10 times a day to go eat my plate of meat. And uh, so I had a big plate of, of meat and chicken like I always would just stacked up. Brock comes in and sits just right across from me and we're just staring at each other. Hey, Brock, he goes, hey just sitting there and he goes, just watching me eat. Like we're not talking about a lot, but we're, I mean, we're feet apart at this end of this table. He goes, you should eat more vegetables and salad. I go, oh, I do. I just like meat. And, uh, and he's like, cool. And we're just sitting there and I'm still eating my meat. <laughs> and this, then he goes, I had my can of wintergreen chewing tobacco on the, he goes, he goes, what do you dip? I go, uh, grizzly wintergreen long coat. What do you dip? And he goes, oh, Copenhagen, something blah blah I go cool just keep eating um and I think there was a few other things we talked about but I just specifically remember Brock recommended I eat more vegetables which was rightfully so and little, little didn't know it was gonna turn out to be vegan um but I needed to be eating more vegetables so I, I he gave me great advice on that first of all and uh, but he'd also had the diverticulitis and so he had lived you know from and, and had that whole horrific situation. So he was just giving me friendly big guy advice. Hey, big guy, eat a few more vegetables if you're going to eat the meat too. So, but uh, yeah, we always got along. I always, I always wish, man, we would do great business together. I think I could bring out the absolute most in him. And I think he would bring out the absolute most in me. I love physicality and intensity and aggression that like I, that's what I was brought into it from Bill DeMott and Chris Benoit. It's my trigger. And uh, man, yeah, but he was uh, he was always very cool, very nice. Never anything. Um, yeah, just just a good dude. Super chats here. Let's see. We got a, a five dollar super chat from Garen Cameron. Let's go ahead and get that off. Let me see if I can pull that up for you, Garen. Garrett, sorry, Garen, making up names now. I can't wait until you join AEW and I can buy a feed me more. 
t-shirt my dad wouldn't buy me one as a kid. Well, Garrett, I hope that uh, whatever happens, that uh, that we are able to make that that happen. And uh, I greatly appreciate you uh, still still uh, sticking around for the big guy after all this time. Thank you very much. Did I miss another one? Nope, that was all of them. Okay. I just drink straight uh, black coffee. Uh, if I drink, it's just a little bit of red wine. I do. I'm a red wine blend, and I'm very big on not. Uh, it's more for for relaxation, and I'll, and and actually based off of my blood type, red wine uh, with the A positive blood type is has been the the, the it, I process red wine very well. Let's say that other alcohol. It, it seems like it, it's, I don't, red wine with water for whatever reason, I sleep even better. I wake up like super early, refreshed. If I drink some the night before, by say some, it's just like a very light buzz off the red wine and never getting drunk. Because otherwise, there comes a tipping point with red wine if you drink too much. And they say typically 10 ounces is the recommended amount for, for health and longevity with that. And then I look at it from this standpoint. Yes, we can look at everything. I also believe, though, holding on to stress and, like, working really hard and not being able – red wine helps me wind down. And I've learned to use it as a tool for specific days. If I go really hard or if it's maybe a more stressful day, where the last hour to two hours that I'll be up – I do the red wine with the with the gallon of water. It mentally resets me, calms me, and I go to bed and sleep like a baby and start the next day ready to kick ass. Like so there's levels to all this where it's not like but I think if you're doing like hard liquor and things and then you're drinking to get drunk, see that's deeper on that and I'll never recommend that. Let's see here. We got another uh, super, 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 super chat. $5. I commented on your YouTube video, but I'm curious how many people do you think are going to run to Twitter with Ryback WWE return confirmed by Jerexify? Thank you very much. Um, I don't know. I've At this day and age, I don't live off. They, they've written so many false negative things. I can't live my life worrying about I. And I never will. And the fact of the matter is, is I already know that when I go back to wrestling, there's going to be more lies about me, which I hope I could fuel myself. I'm going to actually try to put out lies about myself to keep people obsessed and up with me while I'm just happy and live my life. So it, you can't control that stuff. And I've learned that. And I'm just like, I could just be me. I put out all my content. I just want my content to be seen by my followers. That is something that I'm very, very passionate about getting restored. Um, but, yeah, as far as people, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be. And what, what am I going to do about it? You know, I do feeding time videos. I have fun. I do some Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon impressions. And, uh, you know, if people want to go and, and write about that, then uh, it's probably going to get me some more views and some more ad revenue, much like my Chips ASMR that's about to hit a million uh, views here probably within the next month, I would say, if not under maybe even the next 15 to 20 days. And uh, just keep being happy and doing my thing and growing Feed Me More Nutrition. 
the key with the wine is you got to just I do it with the I water it down. I don't like wine by itself. Tastes pretty gross to me too, but wine with a bunch of water, it's like just it's just watered down wine and it doesn't have that strong like taste or aftertaste. Uh do I plan on uh fighting Ray Mysterio? Uh not, 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 I don't have any, nothing going on where I was planning it, but you know, you never, never say never, never say never. I love Ray. He talked, we talked a bit about stem cells. He was texting me before he went back to WWE and uh, about my stem cell doctor here in the States. And then I think he went to BioAccelerator, which was the right call because um, they have the best stem cells in the world as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you guys take it easy, uh, on the, on the multiple questions over and over again, Malaysia, what's going on? Thank you guys. See, let's take a question here. Uh, we got TikTok, Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg. I always love it when I get those. Let's see. Not a lot. Not a lot of, uh, hold on, today's, yes, we do deliver Feed Me More Nutrition to Australia. We have worldwide shipping on that, guys, $34.99 uh, worldwide shipping, uh, flat rate. We pay the difference. So I would say buy several things, put as big of an order in as you can, and take advantage of that cheap shipping. Don't just buy one thing. Just I would say save your money and wait, and then put a larger order in, and then we cover the difference where a lot of the times the shipping's 70, 80, 90, hundred dollars and we pay the difference for you. Uh, Canada's 1999 flat rate as well on there. And then the United States 999 flat rate and then any order over $125 on feedmemore.com for domestically is free shipping. And right now guys, you could all save 25% during the duration of this podcast, this show with discount code Ryback Ryback Show 25 on feedmemore.com. Yes, we do sell to India as well, guys. Worldwide, worldwide flat rate shipping. I'm actually, if I ever do another hot video, I got a whole cupboard full, a package, a box of all the hottest things in the in the world, guys. I would, if I wanted to do a video that's going to get a lot of views, I would do the Mad Dog Plutonium Number 9 on the Pocky Hot Chip Challenge and eat the Mad Dog Plutonium Number 9 on the hot chip. I would have to literally, though, I'm going to have to say, if I ever do that, I know I'm, no, I'm ruining my day and it's risky, or I do it later in the day and then sacrifice my entire evening, which is even worse because I did that once on a video and had, I was up until 3 or 4 in the morning. Because I couldn't, I had the cramps. And my, you guys, you guys don't know, man. That stuff is, and it's just not healthy. And I've talked about that, and that scares me with that stuff. How it's not healthy because you're 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 literally causing massive inflammation inside your body. In, in I mean, with, inside going into your intestines, everything, in your stomach, and I feel I get bloated. My stomach feels like it's filled with air because everything's just like it gets swollen. I go. Like at what point, like, do you know, like if your body like can't handle it, like what if you just started like things exploded? I 
That'd be a horrible way to go. I tell you, that pain is the most the, – the pain I had from doing the tube of tear, which is, by the way, the hottest challenge. That's even hotter than the pop, the Mad Dog Plutonium number nine. That the uh, tube of tear, Johnny Scoville's tube of tear, peanut challenge in the hot tub I did is the craziest thing I've ever done my entire life. I did it on an empty stomach in the hot tub in the heat. So my stomach, my body temperature was already increased. I do this entire tube. I complete the challenge. I did the time. I finished the video. I get out of the hot tub and I drink my water when I'm done. I had I had uh, a bottle of water out there. I just chug it. That water, it made it even worse, obviously. I come in. I had like 10 bottles of cold water in my refrigerator or glass bottles. I chug all these glass bottles of ice cold water. I'm putting ice in my mouth and I'm like, oh my God, it, it just, the heat just kept getting worse and worse. And I go, oh, I got to get ready. I got to do all this stuff today. I go upstairs to get ready. I, get, I turn on the shower and my stomach starts. And until this point, I'd never had, had cramps doing the hot stuff. I didn't even know what the stomach cramps were. Nobody had, I didn't, I wasn't privy to them. And I hadn't talked to any of these other hot, People, I didn't know you're supposed to eat food before if you don't want to like, I did everything wrong in this video and it's a miracle I didn't have to go to the emergency room and I'm not, this, I'm not even kidding. I was in the shower. I sat in the shower for probably 45 minutes freaking out, not knowing what to do. My body was, I started pouring sweat. My stomach just got really inflamed and I just, it was the most excruciating pain I'd ever been in. I get out, I hurry up, I dry off, I put my clothes on. I'm sitting in my couch in my, in my bedroom, rocking back and forth, like going, what is going on? What is going on? I finally, I lie down. I don't know what to do. I text Johnny Scoville, who I'd never had talked to, or if I did, I hadn't talked to him in detail yet on things. And I said, this is happening. What do I do? And he goes, whatever you do, the first message is while I'm lying down, whatever you do, don't lie down. <laughs> And it made it way worse. So I sit back up. Long story short, it took about anywhere from five and a half to six hours. I sat on my stairs. And then I later sat in my middle dining room, just with my hands on my head, not knowing. And like the pains would hit. And like you, you think you're going to die. And then you like fight through it. And then it calms down enough to where you could like breathe normal. And then it would just be a cycle. And what I was told that every time that, that the heat, on those ingredients were, were going, making its way through my intestine, every roundabout, it would be like a whole new, just, just a knife in the gut. And, uh, I finally was able to eat a little bit of banana and a little bit of bread. And, uh, and I kept sipping on water. I was holding on to all that liquid. I had not pissed for, I think I went four hours without pissing. My body was just holding on to everything. I finally remember I had to go piss. And that's when I got hit with the fire hose that was the only time I didn't to that point I'd experienced it where it, it's all that heat is, is coming out through pissing. And that's why they call it fire hose. And, uh, which is a whole other, just, it, it's not a pleasant experience. <laughs> I thank you all for joining me. Did I miss another super chat here? Nope, that we got that one already. Yep, 
Yeah, I really don't know how to get anybody as a mod. I've tried outside of, I've already looked on YouTube. It doesn't have, I don't see the option on there how to mod people. I'm going to have to to maybe do another search. I just know if it's on a, a, a premiere, I can mod people from the premiere, which is really odd. But if I go to my actual YouTube studio or YouTube, I don't see a thing on how to make a mod and like I can't find people's accounts. I'm not going to lie. I haven't spent a huge amount of time on it. I did try though the other day. I remember last week or the week before. Uh, I have not seen what the new championships look like. I would have to take a get, a, get eyes on those to see. Uh, Azure Dragon says, Ryback, I need to get healthier and eat better. I have medicine that makes it easier for me to gain weight. So is there anything you recommend to lose weight? Again, it's just going to come down to a basal metabolic rate calculator online. You got to count your calories. You got to you got to understand that life is energy and food is energy. And if we're putting in an abundance of energy, whether good or bad in our body, that converts to body fat. If if, if there's too much energy and we're not we're not expending enough energy. So that's why I say this comes down to it's a lifestyle change and a mindset change that Every single one of us is capable of doing to some degree. <clears throat> if you're not happy with the way that you look, you have to make changes. And, and, and I can tell you, and it's, 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 it's never not a case of someone working out really hard and, and eating really clean. It's always people eating bad food and not working out enough. And if you fix those two things, you don't even have to be spot on with it. But you just fix those two things and put effort into those two things, you will drastically change your life and how you look. Uh, do I think it's okay for kids to do uh, grown-up exercises, I think? Uh, body weight exercises, and I did it at a very young age. I think, though, when it comes to weight training, uh, it is imperative, very important, uh, to to have somebody uh, help you understand the mechanics of weight training. I don't think kids need to be doing powerlifting or anything like that at a young age. I think it's important to to grow and to you you got unless you have a very very good trainer that's monitoring you, parent that is very involved. But the mechanics of weight training are very, very important and, and oftentimes is not good for most people. So that would be body weight exercises, I feel, are great to, to learn uh, and learn the proper way how to do body weight exercises in a much safer way and in, in to get physically fit at a young age. We got another super sticker, another $50. Lena, you guys spend $50 on stickers? Lena, that was very kind of you. Thank you very much. These super chats are paying off pretty good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lena. I hope you're having a great, great day and had a great week. Guys, I'm 39 years old. Of course I remember Nexus. You're talking to me like I'm like 84 and completely out of touch with everything. 
Uh, I think I was in the Nexus. Uh, we were some young gunners, Robin Cummers, back in the day. I wonder whatever happened to those guys. Daddy's going to get a whole bunch of coffees this upcoming week. Coffee money for the big guy. Badges. Instagram, $6.98. Big guy's got a couple cups of coffee from Instagram today. We will get some people modded. I'm going to figure it out, guys. We're gonna, I know we're going to need one because we need to eventually. They're already calming down because I, they nobody will have the effort I have in blocking with uh, the other channel that tries to send their, their jabronis over. I don't think they realize. Like I'll, I'll block till the day I die. And I'm going to have an entire team of blockers. Like, here's I've already talked about this. Here's the game plan. I already have people that help me with my other accounts. I am going to have an entire team that runs my social media so that I can live in the real world as much as possible. I'm still going to be involved in my social media, though. But I'm going to have a team of people that block around the horn on all the accounts to keep a very positive, happy, friendly community in Rybackville to where what it's going to do is generate even haters are going to come to the account more. It's going to generate more traffic. But what it does is I just keep the good people, keep the good people. And I have, and I don't have to deal with, with, with shitheads and waste any time or anything like that. I'm going to have such an efficient team and system because I've already learned how to do it without it early on and now having other people helping me, it's so easy. And I love it because it shuts them down and it keeps us going. Yeah, I, Ricky Scurvy, I have no idea what happened to. I was wondering that the other day. I go, man, I really hope Ricky's okay. Legit, because he he's completely disappeared off the face of the planet. Face of the earth. Do we have any other health and fitness, nutrition, supplementation questions? Again, guys, you could save 25% during the duration of this podcast with discount code Ryback20, the Ryback Show 25 on feedmemore.com. Let's see here. What do we have? I've never seen that guy uh, on YouTube. I will check it out, though, when I get a chance. That would be a 24-hour like a 24-hour podcast marathon with the big guy to see if I could legitimately talk for 24 hours. I think I could, especially with you guys. With a goal, we'd have to set a goal, a ridiculous goal for the Super Chats because, let's be honest, if you're going to do it, let's make as much money as possible. What would be a good target range for a 24-hour recording? Jesus, that would be that would be brutal. I would have to start at, like... I would have to, guys, that would be pure, I would have to be pissing under the table because we couldn't take breaks. You got to stay on air the whole time. I'd have to put a piss bucket under me, poop bucket. We'd have to really orchestrate the angles on this to make sure. <laughs> Eating, doing live feeding time videos. Check out our ISO hungry plant powered uh, protein. It is very, very good. The caramel cookie. Yes, I just described the most painful thing I eaten. I've eaten like ten minutes ago, man. I love Matt Bloom and Dean Malenko. 
Good to see all of you guys. Appreciate we got a few extra people in here on Ryback TV tonight. That's good. I always got along well with Ted DiBiase and his sons. Let's see. That looks like I do have a potato head too, guys. I'm not even going to like egg head, potato head. None of that stuff like upsets me. I, 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 I date beautiful women. I'm a beautiful, beautiful man. I'm very confident. I'm happy. If you want to call me potato head, I'll call me Mr. Potato head. I don't give a damn. Uh, your famous Sam says your famous promo on the road to return and perfecting the mindset in December 2014 was one of the most inspirational and moving things I'd ever seen. Was it easy to convince management to do it? Um, I'm, I guess, I, are you referring to the secret promo and overcoming uh, like the negativity and all that? Because that was one of the only promos I, I ever really uh, had any say in where I went in there and I said, I want to tell this story to relate to the audience better. Uh, Vince, it took, uh, I remember Vince even be like people, he goes, I know you like to read books, but he goes, the audience, we don't want the, you know, you're a monster. And I, and I remember just saying, I'm like, yeah, whatever year it was. I was like, it's like 2015 or I think it was 2015. I go, it's 2015. I, I, go, like, I go like social media. I go like, like, what are we doing? And, uh, and I like, I know how to like, I know how to relate to people. And I think if you let me be myself more, when I fight, the intensity doesn't disappear. You will just allow me to relate to way more people. And um, they let me finally do it. And to this day, it's the number one promo anybody ever says um, uh, that, that they, they liked. And uh, I could tell you that if I could just write for myself within the guidelines of like what business we're trying to do, uh, it, it, I feel like that would, it would be a very regular occurring thing. But. <clears throat> I just, I, I'm a physical actor. And at that, in that company, you, at the time it was as a physical actor, you read your lines is, is verbatim as much as possible. And if you go off of that, uh, you were punished in which I did multiple times and I was punished and not allowed microphone time for a while. So it is. And by the way, I did it and got great reactions. Also, it wasn't like I, I did it and bombed. So that's when I knew to, I saw, I go, okay, this is, Clearly, we're not allowed to do anything here to get over or just stay within the thing. And uh, it is what it is. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, the crowd was great on all that. Hunter, actually, Triple H didn't want me doing it. Hunter tried to say, he goes, he goes you're going to hang yourself out there. And I just remember thinking, like, what's he talking about? I'm going to hang myself he was like, he didn't, he was actually didn't want me to do it. And I think it took a few weeks to get it done. I'll never, I'll never listen to anybody. I don't care who they are on that. Like if I believe something, I believe I have one of the, I believe I have a great creative mind for pro wrestling. I believe that may be one of my strongest things. I know how to get myself over and I know how to come up with things to get other people over. It's very easy to me. It always has been, but, and I realized not everyone has that. Most people don't actually. And I could tell, I remember, and I told you guys that there were times that like producers would be like, oh, you shouldn't do that. And I go, no, we're going to go do it and listen to the crowd every single time. Never wrong. I remember there was a match with me and Cesaro where it, it got a fantastic reaction. Uh, thank you for the super chat. So when is Ryback teaming up with 
I don't know. What's his name? Don't see that. Thank you for the super chat, though, Jabroni. Um, we'll make sure we get you blocked later. It was when Cesaro went to hit his finish, and I scooped him up into shell shock out of nowhere. And uh, I remember one of the producers was, like, saying, like, oh, that'll never work. And I remember thinking, like, do you not understand, like, the crowd likes to be surprised? And the whatever we did, and whatever match it was, it was on Raw, I believe. He got a fantastic reaction. And he told me, he goes, I was wrong. He was wrong. And he admitted it. I go, yeah, you were. Like, I hate that fear mindset of, like, trying to not let guys go out there. The way you get over in pro wrestling is not by listening to what people did that didn't even really get over in the business, by the way. That's another thing you got to take in mind. If they never really got over, I'm not listening to advice in them. If you've never made a million dollars before, I'm not necessarily listening to you on how to make a million dollars or a billion dollars or a trillion dollars. I go by people that have done it. Now, if somebody that's done it says, okay, I'm open and I'm listening. It's always that's why I'll never take the critiques from the the people the, the 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 haters online that read the lies. Know your source, know your audience. No, thank you. Damon John hits me up from Shark Tank and gives me a piece of, of business advice. I listen, I execute, and bam! Thank you very much. We're off to the races. Know who you're getting your advice from, and I'm a big believer in that. And I always have respect with people, but I'll never let people let like try to tell me like, yo, you shouldn't go out there and go try to get over. And no, that's the name of the game. We're here to go out there and get over. And that's why guys aren't getting over to the level because they're being micromanaged and everyone's living in fear. So many people are playing it safe. Man, I went out there every fucking week as Ryback and took chances and got the fuck over. That's how you, you got to go out there and just, I don't care about failing because I know I have what it takes to succeed. So many people are afraid to fail or, and that in that mindset gets passed on to new talent. I hate it and I stay away from it. Not a fan of it. Now I'm getting worked up. <clears throat> yeah, we'll go ahead and get you blocked out of here, buddy. Thank you for stopping by, though. Appreciate all of you uh, stopping in, stopping in. Uh, Kava, I would do cilantro, fresh organic cilantro for anxiety. Cut that up and put that in your meals two or three times a day. Use it pretty deep. Like I put pretty ample amounts in my food. That stuff works out great. Bananas are great uh, for also that that sort of thing for mood with the ingredients in it's the tryptophan and, and, and bananas. Uh, I notice every day as I, I put a banana in my fruit in the morning, I'm even, even happier. And uh, also check out our Feed Me More Nutrition Hope Spot Mood and Stress Support. It is a brilliant formula and it works. But cilantro and bananas, try that first. I loved being in a tag team with Curtis Axel. I just wish we we could have uh, done a lot of our storylines that we did for .com on TV. One of my favorite people, though. A super chat from Garrett Cameron says, what percentage of the roster of your era would have gotten over simply given the creative freedom and TV time. I don't know. And this is another thing. I don't know. Like I told you guys, knowing how to get over is a skill and it's, it, it takes courage and it takes the ability not to, to let fear determine what you do. I don't know. And I don't know that. And, and I, I think there's obviously there's a percentage, but you, you got to have in wrestling, you got to have a structure guys. You can't just say to everybody, all right, like, <clears throat> 
you got to understand, like as a wrestler, if they and like Vince and they talked about like in that ruthless aggression era, and he wanted guys because he needed it because he needed to survive. So that's why business. And this is I'm going to actually touch on this real quick. Vince let the guys go out like Rock and Austin go become larger than life because he that all ties into that era, the Attitude Era, when you hear back about the meeting where they needed people like stars to compete with WCW, right? Vince took off the handcuffs and let talent get over. And then they 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 reeled it in later with that. But Vince is a control freak, and, but he needed those guys, so he used them. He paid them exceptionally well, but he used them to to because he needed his, his company to survive. After he became financially stable and became becoming a public company and, and, and buying out WCW, his business model changed to absolute 100% control where he's making more money than ever and the guys are not allowed to, to get outside the box. But he let Cena get to a certain point, right? And that made them as much money as possible. And then nobody was allowed to ever get past that. And he's kept that same structure in there with it, but it ends up hurting the business overall because people want megastars. Nobody, I'm telling you this, tunes in just to watch guys pro wrestle. It's part of it. You need storytelling and you need character development. You need larger than life guys. People want to go out there and watch millionaires go, go be physical actors and be entertaining and be funny and be off the cuff. That's what stars are. Stars aren't out there reading lines. Stars have the ability to do the business at hand, baby face heel, what business are we doing? This guy's doing this. We need to get this piece of business done. Let's go out there. Guys can't be afraid to be offending each other. You got to go out there and shoot and have fun within a within the structures and the confines of the business, right? And go out there. And that's where it's going to wrestling's going to come back, I feel. If it's ever going to come back, you got to let guys do that. If not, that if, if it's just what we see with WWE, the micromanaged, we're never going to ever have anybody ever do anything too great because they're not allowed. And I know that when I wouldn't stick to it and I would go and do things and they get great reactions and nope, you can't do that. But I don't know what percentage, man, of guys we could say. I don't know. It's, it's a tough thing. I think, I think, I think the biggest stars we're going to see are going to come from AEW if WWE's business model doesn't change. But I think, again, that comes down to they have a lot of guys that I don't know. I don't know who, because I'm not there. I don't know, you know, how long have we, we're coming up. We're on year two with there. Like, I mean, I don't think there's any megastars in pro wrestling right now like there were. I think Roman is the by far the biggest one, but that's been heavily protected. Heavily protected and not natural for the longest time. But now what he's doing is fantastic, and I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of him. And I like with what Paul's doing as well, even though I'm a schmuck. <clears throat> uh, I haven't really seen too much of the dark side of the ring stuff. I love you guys too. Thank you very much. We'll go ahead and block a few more of the jabronis. Can't Garrett, thank you very much for the super chat. We had, we've had a decent little super chat day over here. Oh, look at IG 1047. IG bringing in the coffee money. Man, Bret Hart was one of my favorites too. Thank you very much. 
Garrett says that makes sense. I think back and Cena was the only uh, main eventer besides Legends, unless he was hurt or in the match too. No one else ever main evented. Yeah. But like, so John, I'm a fan of John Cena as far as wrestling and what he's, he brings to the table. And he's extremely talented. John, and it, John was just, that was the guy chosen. And John delivered. Don't get me wrong. And John is, 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 did, in that role and position, just staying healthy in main, in, 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 I'm talking from a live event standpoint and, and being main event after main event. And like, that's a lot of pressure, right? <clears throat> that maybe not everybody can even, can even do. John was the right pick for that business model that they have. The problem was, and we saw it like when things, when I came along and you have things that get red hot and then they don't let those things that get red hot carry on. For the because it, it, it interferes within the structure of the business that they they have, and that's a very very unfortunate thing. Because what happens is that not only the talent misses out, it stifles them creatively, and I've seen it with guys time and time again. But the fans, most importantly, that's that's why the audience has gone down. All, their social numbers may be decent. People aren't digesting the content like they were, and they're not, not nearly as invested. And I would still say that my value as a wrestler is a lot higher than the majority of people that they have because I've protected it more and being walking away, granted, with the injuries and things. But look at look at the TikTok thing. I'm one of three – The Rock, Lana, and me are the three wrestlers, and I just made that 16 months ago. And I'm being suppressed everywhere else, and I get to a million like that. There's other guys on there on the company. They're nowhere near that. That should tell you all you need to all you need to know. The audience is, is being driven away. Sean with the super chat, big guy. Two quick things. How hard was it to pick up two guys uh, for the shell shock? And also, any advice to lose my lockdown beer belly? Love from the UK. Uh, fairly easy. Uh, we would always kind of go through it to make sure the timing of it. Um, I. Some guys were better than others as far as it is. It, it's, it's jumping at the same time and me latching on and holding on to these guys in an odd position and just muscling them up once we'd go down. And like I'm doing a good morning and a, like a, a weird angled squat. It's the most awkward maneuver ever on picking guys up. That's like the barbell deal where you watch guys put a ball, a barbell vertical with all the weight and then they try to like put it into position to squat it up. I'm doing that with real life moving. People, Ooh, let's knock that over. The I'm trying to think. The toughest Primo and Epico were heavier because they're big guys. I think we did Jinder and Drew. I mean, Jinder and Heath were the other two heavier guys that we did. But that was fairly easy, if I'm not mistaken. I don't really recall anybody. We never had any difficulty getting up the double stacks on that. Um, I remember I wanted to do a triple stack, but the guys, it was so hard because the guys were so far out. It was, we, the weight was just distributed too far out. And I remember we tried multiple times and it was super risky where it would have been on TV. It would have, it could be done, but it's very risky. And we chose, it was like, why the devil's already working. Let's not screw this up. Cause that was before in that get over stage, you want to be very careful in all of that. So uh, advice on to lose the lockdown beer. One, cut down on drinking the beer. 
Uh, limit yourself if you're going to have one to one or two beverages a night, right? Count those within your calories. I would say make sure you don't eat uh, after you drink and, and don't drink until two hours after your last meal uh, is another way because typically your body, when you when you're drinking and alcohol is present in the body, you're not burning uh, fat, protein, and carbs. Your body needs to burn through the alcohol first. So what tends to happen is people drink like assholes and then they want to eat like an asshole. And so you have all this alcohol in your body for hours on end. And that food that you put in your body gets stored as fat a lot easier. So little tricks of the trade to separate that, first of all, and then also just limit the amount that you're putting in your body. You need to, and you need to start tracking your calories, a basal metabolic rate calculator with that. Uh, I would add in a matcha green tea, order the tea bags online. If you don't want to take the shell shock extreme fat burner, which we have all the matcha green tea with all the other ingredients, but a matcha green tea bag uh, once or twice a day will increase your metabolism anywhere from 10 to 15%. So uh, very, very beneficial to add matcha, M-A-T-C-H-A, matcha green tea into your diet. Put a little cayenne pepper on your meals with that. That will increase your metabolism uh, and encourage thermogenesis as well, guys. There's certain things you could do to stimulate your metabolism as well. But at the end of the day, you got you to gotta count your calories or you got to be ballparking it and be close. Super chat uh, from Schmenix says, recently I've been a huge fan of Eddie Kingston. He has star quality, in my opinion. Thoughts on his promo skills? Uh, I do. I enjoy his promos a lot. Eddie Kingston has a very good look to him as well. Uh, just something about him. He uh, he does. He has that, that New Yorker vibe. Uh, I think Eddie, I don't know... Uh, and I'm not there, obviously. I've never wrestled him, so I don't know. I think it, it's – I think his – and I don't know how old he is if he, and, and how grizzled he is from all the years on the independents. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed the things I've seen of him wrestling and stuff, and I think, I think, though, he's very good as a mouthpiece. And I think that's something like as a, as a guy, see, too, like that, that could – he speaks so well for other people. That that's a guy that you don't need to even have wrestling if you don't. We could say he's better off being in a in a managerial position because his speaking skills on that are so so good. Uh, also, though, I think it, it just depends how you use him with that. So, but I I, I agree with you. I think his, his promo. He's and I think it's really really is a standout guy from a guy. If you don't not all that long ago, he was just a guy getting a tryout with with Cody on TV as far as how that angle played out. Right. And I mean, you look at him now, he's, he's heavily figured into that show. So I think he's, he's an example of a guy who got an opportunity and, and ran with it. And, and I think, I think a company like AEW is far better for him um, in showcasing that and giving him the ability to showcase his promo skills. Whereas if he was in WWE, he would have been being written for, and I don't know if they would have been able to capture the same thing AEW has been able to. 
Great question, though. <clears throat> Let's see here. Eddie Kingston's 39. Yeah, so he's still really young. Then he's uh, – and it just depends. I don't know how he feels or what his goals are uh, from a wrestling standpoint. I don't know. I enjoyed his work, though, with Moxley. I like them together as a tag team, too. I like that story and that storytelling going on with that. And I think that's actually very good for D, uh, Moxley's – I always call him Dean. He's Dean to me, damn it. Um, Moxley's character development, I think that has been very good for him as well uh, with all of this. Uh, good question from Jayant Yadav. 40, another $40 super chat. Who do you think is going to be the next big star like Roman? I don't know. I think, though, it's going to come. I think it's going to come from, from AEW. I don't know. if Now, if you're asking me specifically WWE, I don't know. I don't know. But I also, here's the other thing. See, guys, I think being a star now is more than just being on TV. I look at this like like everything I'm doing on social media, going back to wrestling, and then really, it's just going to blow up my social, especially when I get it not suppressed on some of these accounts, where it's just going to make it, me much more accessible to other people. And that's what I, I think other talents don't realize the opportunity they have with social media. And see, I don't think they know, because I was like that when I was there, you don't understand the value of having to hustle on your own because you have TV. But I think the presence of TV is coming down and you 100% need to be super involved on social media. And I learned that from Gary V. And Gary's given me great advice on that, where you got it. And I think that's where the, if everybody in wrestling is, is really hustling on social media, you're going to bring more eyeballs to the, your fans are going to watch you do your thing on TV. And ratings are going to go up more if enough people are really, really relating to their audience outside of the wrestling audience, which is why I do some of these things that I do outside of wrestling as well. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be the next breakout guy who I think while they're there, nobody's going to be allowed to pass what Roman is doing. It's, it's the Cena syndrome. That's the business model Vince has in place. So I don't think it happens with WWE. AEW, it's been, they're in year two. I don't know, you know, Jericho was was the big star going in. Moxley was the big star going in. Cody, Cody's stock has gone up even more. AEW has been great for Cody on raising his star value. MJF is coming. Is really is is still is still going. And but like you look at, I don't know as far as you look at their followings. And there's nobody that's just blown up and take taken off on social media, right? So I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to answer that. I think there's there's I, I see potential potential depending on what they do with Wardlow, but I think Wardlow needs to get away from the group setting. I think that's the other thing. And you know, I, I want to talk and I'll when I talk with Cody, I'll maybe bring up some stuff. Like I look at stuff from like a creative standpoint. I wish I was involved creatively with some of this because I like the quite you gotta ask the right questions. It's like if you're in a group in a meeting, a production meeting, it's guys, how can we get over? Who can we get over tonight? What can we do to get people talking online? Let's get a heel, a lot of heat tonight. And then let's see what, what kind of heat that generates. And let's see what kind of stories we can come up with with that. But you got to do things. You're going to like, who are we going to make tonight? 
What can we do? Guys, we got this guy Wardlow. What are we doing? He's in this group. Do we not trust him? Let's let him go on his own. What are we going to do to this guy over? Let's start thinking of some ideas. What ideas does he have? What do you think? Where do you envision yourself? Are these conversations taking place? If I'm in charge of, I would like to go up to my talent. I go, where do you see yourself in two years here? And I want to see how detailed their fucking answers are. How much thought have they really put into it? What are they doing on their off time? Are they hustling on their off time? Or are they just going with the flow? I don't know. But I think that you got to, there's, there's, there's definitely right now more than ever the opportunity to be pro wrestling today could have bigger stars than ever. If, if, if the opportunities present themselves and the companies allow it, if the talent with the right talent. And I don't, I don't know though. I, I honestly don't know. I'm going mean, to, other than I'm going to say my fucking self. And because that's the only one I have confidence in, because I know what I'm capable of doing. And it's not, that is, 100% just based off my experience in doing it and knowing what I'm doing and where I'm going in life. My prime years are going to be, I think, from coming up to 45 are really, really going to be red hot. And I just know that based off my physicality, switching to vegan and being, I feel younger than I have in my 20s. So I don't know, though, with the other guys, who's, what their goals are and what's going on in the meetings. Like as far as you got to, you got to get, we got to get the ratings up, though. We got to get the ratings up. Ratings come with storylines and character development, though. That much I know. Ratings don't come from throwing matches on TV. I don't care. I don't care. And I love this. Is I love Andrade. I love Omega. Putting a cold match on TV is not going to fix the problems of pro wrestling, though. That much I know. But, hey, we got these guys that can go out there and work really well. What can we do to generate heat and to generate sympathy for the babyface? What can we do? What social media things can we do? What sort of outside wrestling footage can we get to get people talking about this story, this, this feud? Pro wrestling has the luxury of really, really being very creative. Fighting is talk shit and then they go fight. Fighting has the benefit, the luxury of actually going out there with real fights, right? That wrestling has the, the advantage, though, on the creative aspect of things, of suspending your belief within believable ways still, but in the entertainment value of guys working together to build programs and to make money together. So this is the kind of stuff I want to see, though, and that people need to be thinking about on like what we're going to do. Like, what are we going to do? How are we going to make Wardlow the biggest star in the company one year from now? What? What? Let's go. What are the ideas? Let's start, but we got we to gotta put that into the universe. We got to have those conversations. And I'm just using that as a guy as an example I know they're high on him. He has a great look, but eventually he has to be on his own. We're in year two and he's still in groups. We got to do something. We need to see because you can't get over in groups. With the, with the, the, there's usually groups are meant to usually get one person over, which with the group is MJF on that. So you could bring up people, you could, but it's a great groups are great for getting guys on TV and stuff. Like again, if you're in a group, are you hustling on your own on social media and getting yourself over? Every talent has that ability to get themselves over on social media if they do it the right way, too. Talent need to know that, though. That needs to be like, guys, go get over on social media. Please, as a company owner, if I'm the owner of AEW, guys, 
Every single one of you, go make a TikTok account, go make a Twitter account, go make an Instagram account. Guys, let's get a social media team in here and get teams for you guys in here, getting running all your accounts so that you guys could just post your content. We'll take care of all the little petty bullshit for you. Let's grow this motherfucker online. This is where the future's at, right? And we'll get these eyeballs onto the TV show. We will increase ratings over time. I guarantee you. I'm probably just going to take a position creatively in pro wrestling. Fuck coming back. <laughs> yes, I've met Renee Young. I've talked to Renee. Me and Renee always used to, me and Renee used to box each other all the time. I would just, her, this was before her, before her and Moxley were together. Um, and Renee talks, we all ever, Renee's like the, the, the most, this wasn't even like in a, like, I was like going after her sort of way. It was just everyone, like she loves to laugh and just talk shit. And like her and Summer Ray would always be riding together. And I would just Vox them the most ridiculous Voxes as I was driving. Just, and then they would Vox me back ridiculous things. It was just always and like, she got along with everybody, man. She's just a fun fucking Moxley, man, did, did great. With that, that was, she's, 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 she's badass. Appreciate all of you guys stopping by. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead. If you want to go ahead, we'll leave it on for 15 minutes past the show. Uh, if you want to save 25% on Feed Me More Nutrition here, I'll leave that active for 15 more minutes. Use discount code RYBACKSHOW25 on feedmemore.com and get your orders in the next 15 minutes. I'm going to be shutting that discount off, but that's just a little perk for uh, listening to the show live for you guys. And uh, I'll see how the uh, schedule works out tomorrow. Uh, I will be de probably definitely taking Sundays off to allow my voice one day of recovery during the week. That Vince and uh, Paul Heyman impression caused a little hoarseness in my voice because uh, I did the impersonation twice this week, which is just twice too much. <laughs> so we'll see. But I, I hope you guys have a, a great Friday evening and uh, a great weekend ahead. And stay hungry, my friends. Feed me more.